0: Hey Queen, welcome to the Cash In on Confidence podcast, the show for social sellers who want to make a big impact and income. We are on a mission to transform the network marketing space by challenging societal standards and industry norms. I'm Tiffany Nguyen. After spending years running circles in my business, I finally ditched the grind for grace and built a multiple six-figure social selling empire. Around here, we mix faith with action to build businesses that pursue our purpose use our gifts for glory, and align with our soul goals. If you're ready to grow against the grain and go from overwhelmed to overflowing, uncertain to unstoppable, striving to thriving, and turn that next level confidence into cash, then take a seat on that throne and fix your crown queen because we're about to pray, slay, and get paid. Hey, hey queens, welcome back to the show. I am super excited for today's episode because We have been talking so much lately about confidence and courage, and I am really, really excited for you guys to hear from our special guest today, Justine Wenzel. She's going to be talking to us all about courage and confidence and what that looks like when you are building a business. She is the host of the Courage Queen podcast, so we're going to jump in and just chat today just a really go with the flow chat and see what happens and see where it takes us but I'm happy to welcome you to the show Justine.
1: Hey Tiffany, thanks so much for having me today. I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, so
0: why don't you just go ahead and let us know a little bit more about you and how you got into the space where you are talking about courage and confidence. What led you here?
1: Perfect. Yeah, so Gosh, I am a 30 uh, something entrepreneur. I'm a wife, a dog mom, a podcaster. My main business is in direct sales. So I've been doing that for over 10 years. And then I kind of uh, built a complement to that business as a bridal makeup artist. And so now I do full bridal parties and all sorts of crazy stuff. So I'm getting into my busy season now or entering into it. And, you know, I never. I always loved weddings specifically, and I always loved just encouraging and being around women. I loved uh, very positive, exciting, charismatic, powerhouse women. And it didn't take long for me to figure out when I was young that, you know, I was surrounded by some pretty incredible women in my life. And one of them being my mom, who was an entrepreneur who really paved the way for me to know what a business out of your home could be. And that turned into a multi-million dollar business out of our home that I watched her build from the time I was seven years old until now. She's still building it in my 30s and I kind of came alongside her. And now we, you know, kind of work as a mother-daughter team in a sense and part of our businesses. And so, you know, when I look back, I never really thought that I would get into the business that I'm in now. I always thought I would climb the corporate ladder. And then When I settled down and had kids and did all that stuff, and I didn't really have a timeline for that because I was very independent even when I was younger. But I remember saying, you know, I wanna be able to have the choices that my mom created, but I still wanna have both. Like I wanted to be able to climb the ladder and have my own professional success. And that was really appealing to me because I always felt like I was a leader. But at the same time, I wanted the freedom and the flexibility and the choices that had been modeled to me. And little did I know that I could find that in an entrepreneurial space and uh, really staying true to myself and just letting God lead all through the many different things that I've been able to do in my life so far. And I'm just following his leading at this point.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. I feel like I can relate to so much of that. Um, I grew up with entrepreneurial parents as well. And I'd love that you pointed out how you wanted to be able to have that freedom and flexibility that, you know, being at home would bring you, but you also wanted to have, you also had that like ambition and that drive to want to have some kind of success outside of, you know, being a wife or, you know, you have kids being a mom and, you know, that kind of thing, because I can relate to that a lot. And I know when, you know, growing up and seeing my mom in that space, like you did, I never, it never once occurred to me that like, I wanted to be just a stay at home mom, which is, there's nothing wrong with that. If that is, you know, where God has led you to just, you know, be home with your kids. But I always felt this like urge and this, this, I always had this ambition inside of me. Like you, like always saw myself as being like a leader and wanting to, you know, accomplish things. And I could just not imagine not having something for myself. And so I really love that network marketing kind of gives you that. It gives you the best of both of those worlds of being able to have that freedom and flexibility while also still giving you something where you can pour your you know, ambitious side into it to have success. So can you tell us a little bit more about, I know you said that you've grown up and you are working with your mom now, what is that experience like? That is so awesome.
1: Yeah, it's truly been a gift that I never thought would have been my life. And I say that just kind of with like a little bit of a laugh under my breath, because my mom and I are completely different people. Um, Just to give you some perspective. And this is one of the things that I feel is so important to share, because I think that in our field specifically, people will say like, oh, I could never do what you do because I'm not like you. And just to kind of dial that back a little bit, just to explain, I'm nothing like my mom. And you would probably think, oh, okay, she's literally at the top, basically the top position um, ranked in our company, like right, just right there. And has been in that position of excellence for what felt like most of her career coming from like an outsider's perspective, being her daughter, watching her. I remember just always questioning myself, like, how will I ever do it like her? She's just so incredible. I'm not like her at all. But I was comparing myself to someone that was completely introverted that literally did not like, like if there was, we crack up about this even to this day, but like if there's like a baby shower or like a wedding, like my mom's either a, she's not going to be there or she's going to go there and she'll be there for like an hour. And then like she out, like she's, (laughs) she's not staying. So we kind of just crack up about that now because I'm much more of the extroverted high energy, love being surrounded by people. I get energy from people. I'm kind of that middle of the road though. Like in order to be that way, I have to have that time by myself. And actually, almost for times, now that I've gotten older, realize I actually covet that time by myself in order to show up as really who I feel like God's created me to be. But I was nothing like my mom. And so while most people say, oh my gosh, I'm not extroverted. I'm not super outgoing. I don't have any leadership background. I don't have the confidence, all these things. I'm looking at my mom, like really, someone would look at me and say, oh, she's the one that like would be successful. But My mom was the one paving the way as a complete introvert, someone who did not like being, you know, was afraid of public speaking and now speaks in front of thousands and thousands of women all the time. And so it's just interesting. I want to give you that perspective, especially for your listeners, to say that it's so easy to say that there's a type. But when you're working with your mom and it's so different like that, you will always find ways to compare to somebody's best, you know, to your worst or what you perceive to be your weakness or how you're not like them, or they must be successful because of this reason. And I don't have it. And I think we need to be really careful to do that because for a long time, I was so resistant and struggled so much in building my business because I thought I have to do it exactly the way that she does it. And there was so much striving to try to be like her all the time. And honestly, I ended up very unhappy I was successful to a point, but I wasn't enjoying my life. I didn't have things in the right priorities. You know, she said, wake up at 5 a.m. I was waking up at 5 a.m. If she said, hold a party or an appointment at this time, I was trying to hold a party or an appointment at this time. Even if I felt within my spirit that that just didn't really fit me, it didn't feel. And there's a difference between something feeling comfortable because we have to get uncomfortable. And there's a difference between you just not feeling aligned with that because it's not what you're uniquely called to do. And once I really let go of all of that, um, it's been years now building my business alongside my mom, and we just know now we complement each other perfectly, and we both allow each other to lead forward with our individual strengths, and we figure out how can we leverage those to have this really great partnership, and we're like best friends now. But I have to be honest, like it wasn't always that way. We were definitely like butt heads in the beginning a lot on basically everything, and sometimes still do, but. It's an it's an incredible relationship that I'm really grateful for at this point in my life. Oh
0: my gosh, I that so many nuggets to take away from that and I think that is such a huge lesson for women especially in this industry to learn is that you are going to build this business differently than other people and that is okay and you have to find what works for you and I know you talked about you know, getting uncomfortable. And I talk about that too. Like there is a difference between getting uncomfortable and being in discomfort, you know, like you can be, you it's encouraged to get uncomfortable, to step outside of the box, to stretch yourself a little bit, to do things that normally you wouldn't want to do. But there's also a place where if you're in discomfort, when something like just does not feel like you said, aligned when something feels wrong, when it feels painful to do that, then that's not just getting uncomfortable. That is being in discomfort. And that's when you have to shift and pivot. So like you said, you know, you were looking at her and you were getting, you were having success, but you were really unhappy with that success. And I think that is so Important for us to realize. And I think too, like sometimes we'll see people and we'll be like, oh my gosh, they look so happy because there's this highlight reel, you know, that we share on social media. And we think like we see someone who's being, who's having like the success on paper, they're having the rank and they're having the income, they have the things that we think are successful. But is that person truly feeling success internally? So, would you talk to us a little bit more about that and what that looks like to? Have courage and to be confident when you're building this business, not just externally, but
1: internally as well. Yeah, that's such a great point. I'm so glad that you asked that because, you know, people have the misconception that confidence is very external. You know, you ask people what makes you feel confident, and they say, Oh, putting on a red lipstick or wearing my best outfit. And then when you ask, you know, I ask women all the time, like, when you see women out and about, what makes a woman confident? And they'll say kind of the same type of things. Like they'll say the way she carries herself, or you know if she's a leader. Almost, but if you if you dial that back, what you're really saying is that if someone's not a leader, they must not be confident. If somebody's not put together, they must not be confident. Um, if somebody doesn't have makeup on, they must not be confident. And I mean, we know that these things, when we really think about them and we flip them into that other way, we know that these things are not true. But I think that confidence is something that we're constantly striving for to try to uncover. It's kind of like trying to uncover what your purpose is. You're like, here I am, I'm out here. I'm trying to figure out my purpose. Yep, I'm gonna, either it's gotta be a purpose for me. It's out here. And we're just like, we just keep doing all these different things, hoping that it lines up. And we're just kind of throwing that spaghetti on the wall. And it's not really intentional discovery of where does our confidence actually come from? And I had to really learn the hard way. And I'm very, one of the things you'll learn about me is I'm very incredibly transparent about the fact that I have done so much of this wrong for so much of my life, but I had to do so much of it wrong and be open and willing to be directed and redirected to where I needed to be to see that God had a totally different plan for how he wanted me to uh, see myself, how he wanted me to carry myself, what was truly important and what mattered. And I was making it all about me, about my inadequacies. And God is so much stronger and so much above every single inadequacy or fear that you could have. And so when we look at confidence, I think we need to ask ourselves, am I confident in my external control or the perceived control over my circumstances? Is it, am I confident when I know that I have a good job? Am I confident only when I know I'm in a good relationship? Am I confident only because I have the right people in my life. Am I confident because I have the right dollar amount in my bank account? You know, or I I hear so many women say all the time, like, I'm confident because I have everything checked on my to-do list or I have everything on my, that I ever wanted in my life, but why am I not happy? And I think we chase after these external factors and we forget about so much of the internal work that truly is gonna be where our confidence lives. And I think that God wants us to know that our confidence truly comes from him. And until you know who you are, or until you know whose you are, you will not know who you are. And I think that that was my struggle for a long time. You know, I was really in a position where, again, I was doing quote unquote, all the right things to build a business. And I was believing things like short-term sacrifice, long-term gain. I was believing things about like, just do it. And the confidence will come in activity breeds fear. You know, we hear a lot of these things. We hear a lot of positive affirmations and it's not that positive affirmations are not beneficial to our growth. But the problem is, is that they don't work most of the time because we don't truly believe them. We just keep hoping I'm just going to keep saying this. And then it's just gonna somehow like magically happen or come together. Like I'll just keep talking about it and then I'll believe it. But if we don't get to the core of really who our creator calls us to be, what the truth is about who we are, our confidence is gonna be built on a really shaky foundation. And it wasn't until I stripped all of that away of here's all the labels, here's all the things I've come to believe about myself. I actually did an overhaul of all those things where I spent like an entire Saturday just going through my Bible. I made no plans. That was like, that was what was on the calendar. It was like overhaul day. And I literally wrote down a list of all the things that I believed about myself. And so many of the things that I didn't even believe that I didn't even realize that I believed about myself were lies until I combated them with the truth of God's word. And then I also wrote down all the things that if I was looking from the outside in, what would I think about who I am as a person? What are people from the outside thinking about me and the life that I live? And why did I feel so inauthentic? Because I was living a particular life that didn't align with what I truly wanted in my life on the inside and who I wanted to be. And when you're out of alignment like that, you're just not gonna have any peace. So that lack of peace or discontentment is going to be what basically puts your feelings and your emotions in full control over everything that you do, your thoughts, your actions, what those beliefs are and how they guide your behaviors and how they're attracting the type of people that you're attracting in your path. And so I think it takes a lot of courage to be willing to face that and to be willing to say, you know what, I'm gonna get fully 100% honest and transparent with God. He already knows all of what I'm struggling with. But man, when you just have like one of those come to Jesus moments and and you're willing to just like let it all out, it's incredible to see what God can do and how he will not only give you a new name, but he will totally just, you know, when you're obedient to him, he just pulls you right back in. And he's like, you know what, you've been going on this path, but I'm going to redirect you right now. I'm going to recalculate your path right now.
0: Oh my gosh. Oh, I love that so much. You were speaking my language right there. Oh, I talk about, you know, confidence, not coming from who you are, but whose you are. And once you realize that, you know, you are able to show up confidently because it doesn't matter, you know, what you look like, or if you're like this person or not like that person. I think a lot of times we compare ourselves and that's where we get our confidence. We're like, oh, am I, you know, better than her? Or do I have more of this than that person? Okay, well then I can be confident, you know? And if you're judging and basing your confidence on also the world standards, you know, like am I what the world says is good, is successful, is, you know, powerful, then I can be confident, you know, like the world says you're successful when you have, you know, this title or the world says you're successful when you're making this much money. And if I'm not, if I don't have those things and I can't be confident, like if you, like you said, rip away all of those things, you take away all the titles, you take away all the things that you've ever thought were right or wrong and you go back to what God says and you go back to what God has told you who you are, then you're able to just be like, okay, like I already know who I am and it's not based on what someone else has said about me. It's based on what God has said about me. And I don't know about you, but I would much rather believe and stand by God's word on who I am than to think about what anyone else's opinion of who I am is and when you're able to just stand on that then you truly are able to show up with so much more confidence and it almost gives you that courage to do that without you having to like do the fake it till you make it type stuff where you're like oh I'm don't really feel like I'm you know this but I'm gonna just pretend like I am because you know fake it till you make it you're able to actually show up like you said the affirmations don't feel right because you don't believe it. But once you actually go to God's word and you actually know that's what he says, then you're able to believe it. And you can show that courage to show up that way. And so I think, wow, that is so good. So many nuggets from that. Um, What are some of the things in your business when you are, you know, working with your ladies and maybe they're coming to you and they're like, not showing up the way that they want to show up or they're struggling like you said you were, what some of the advice that you would give them?
1: I think it's really important to assess that just because you are not where you want to be right now, that that is not where you have to be forever. And that's such a simple thought, but I think we get really caught up in the fact that if it didn't work the last time, it's not going to work this time. If we have, if we bought into the fact that our whole entire, you know, past in our business, because I hear this from business owners a lot, like, well, I I did that last time. And like, you know, or I'll say, Hey, have you tried this? I'll give them an idea. Have you tried this? They're like, well, I tried that. It didn't work for me. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you think? I think sometimes we're searching, searching, searching for someone to give us the magic. Mm -hmm. What is it? What is the secret? The secret is, is it's not what God said to me about what ended up working for me. The secret is, is you have to go to God and figure out like, okay, how do you want to do this? I think that so many times we go to other people who have been there. And I think that in terms of like always looking and reaching up if we're going through a hard season, but I think that we need to start approaching, reaching out to our mentors or talking to people who have already walked through what we're trying to walk through knowing that in order for them to even get to the position that they're at that they had to walk through some stuff. They had struggles, they had there's there's no other way around it because anybody that's still standing in business has gone through and has some seen has seen some stuff. And so that's just a given. It's not because they're lucky, it's not because things always work out for them. So we need to stop believing that lie that the enemy tells us that they have something that we don't. And that we have to figure it out all, of, uh, all by ourselves, that we have to be self-sufficient and that there must be something wrong with us if we can't figure out how to do it. Or if we try something that our mentor tells us and it doesn't work for us, we have to totally throw out that entire thought because that was something that God told them or God gave them an idea for when they were in a situation where they needed it. So now they're just passing on that wisdom to you. But how do you know that that's God's actual word for you? You don't. You just assume that you're just going in faith, like, tell me what to do. So I think that, you know, and kind of rounding that back, you know, when people come to me and they're in a moment of discouragement, I really tell people, like, get back to something that you know you do well. Get back to something that you know brings you excitement. Does it bring you excitement just sharing your product and not even making sales, like just sharing your product, sharing your service? Do you get excited about that? Do you get excited about, um, you know, building the relationship part of the business? Do you, you know, focus on that? And so to intentionally decide that rather than focusing on all of the outcomes or all of, you know, even like when we make a to-do list, we say like, I want to sell five items from the wardrobe or I want to sell five products. How about you just do 10 touches Mm -hmm. or you do five touches? Like I'm going to reach out to five people that I feel like need love and support today. And guess what? I'm going to worry about the, I'm going to keep the results and worrying about that. I'm going to put that in the rightful hands of control of God, who is ordaining all of my steps and filling in all the gaps for me, because I can't do this by myself. I was never made to do this by myself. And I've been, you know, picking up a lie that somehow I could. And so I think that in business, that's something that we see a lot. It's a lot of self-doubt. It's a lot of, you know, I saw my team member or my coach do this. And then I did, you know, I saw my team member, my coach, let's just be very like uh, specific. I saw my team member or my coach post something on social media and she got all these comments and all these sales, but then I did it and I didn't get the same response. Well, first of all, it's like, it's all about the third. So if I put that out and it's like, I got 300 people I'm showing that to and I may have gotten like, 15 comments, but then I maybe sold two things. If you have 15 people looking at this post and you have no comments and you have no sales, like why are we surprised? It really is like an, it is a numbers game. It is showing up every single day to intentionally put actions out there so that you're giving God something to bless. And it's not expecting that everything's just gonna come from the small amount of effort. You know, Even like inviting people to events, or things that you do for your team or for your customers? Are you just throwing something up? I talked about this on one of my other calls. Are you just throwing something up on Facebook and just saying, okay, well, I promoted it and no one came? Or are you throwing it up on Facebook? And then are you sending an email about it? And then are you personally reaching out to 20 or 30 people personally with a personalized intentional message as to why you want them there and why they're them coming, how it would add value to their life? See, when you do things with intention like that, and it's about building the relationships, you're going to get a much different result than somebody who just throws something out there and then thinks like, oh, well, they saw it and then they just weren't interested. How do you know they weren't interested? Did you talk to every single person that saw the post? Or are you just assuming that they weren't interested because they didn't comment, they didn't buy, they weren't engaged? There's so much I feel like that goes into it that when people are starting out new, they just, they, they see such a narrow view of really the work that's required that makes all of this go around and, the, yeah. and finding the joy in doing those, all those little steps. Oh my gosh, so much. Yes. I also, you know, a
0: lot of what I think you just said, what it comes down to is, you believing that you are the only factor in your success. And I think that that's how a lot of people view their business. And so they work so hard and they do all the things and they're not leaving any room for God in their business. And they're thinking that like, oh, today, you know, they're they're basing their business off of what they've seen in the past, not knowing that like God can work a miracle right now today. Like you yeah. he might send someone in your inbox that is going to come in and be a rock star and completely blow your business up. And that's how I operate and think about my business. I'm always like my next rock star is one message away. And I don't ever base what I see in my business today on what my business is going to look like tomorrow. So when I show up, I am showing up like my next rock star is coming. Not like, you know, oh, I don't have anyone commenting on my stuff, or I'm don't have anyone engaged. I am always showing up like my business is one person away from like going to that next level. And I think that you know is what a lot of people do is like like you said, they're looking at the the outcome versus looking at the action. So I personally, and it took a lot of of thought for me to get to this place where I am able to detach from the outcome. So when I post something, I'm not thinking like, oh, I hope at least 10 people see this or I hope you know I get some comments or some messages from this. I post with the intention of just putting the action out there, not thinking about like, oh, what outcome am I going to get from this? Because you're always gonna be disappointed by the outcome, if you're expecting something and it doesn't turn out the way that you want it to. But if you don't have any expectation and you're just showing up and doing the action because you know that is the seed that needs to be planted and you're doing it because you know that that is, you know, you're, you're doing your part. I always say that, you know, you do your best and God does the rest. So if you're doing your best, in growing your business, God can fill in your gaps. He can fill in the spots of your business where you are lacking and he can come in and, and do that for you. But if you're not showing up and you're not taking action, then like, what, what is there for him to work
1: with? You know? Yeah. Yeah. You're, and you're not giving him much to work with. And again, you're making it, you know, one of the simple shifts that I had to make is like, is this all about me? about all of the numbers that I have to hit or all the customers that I need to bring in or the you know the rank or the level or the car or whatever it is that I need to hit? Or am I making this about how can I help my people win above me knowing that when I help others win, that everything, you have to trust and believe that everything comes back. Every seed that you have planted into other people and encouraging them, you never know where your blessing is gonna come from. And I think that when we, put all the stuff out there and we pray and we feel like we're doing the work and we're doing even the daily disciplines. You could be doing all the right things with the wrong attitude, the wrong intention and the wrong thought process around it. And maybe things, maybe God's going to bless you in a totally different way than you ever expected. And it's not specifically what you were, what you had as like the thing that had to be checked off of your list, but maybe it's going to come in a totally different form as you grow and mature as a person and become the type of leader that can handle that level of success or position.
0: Oh my gosh. Yes. That is so good. And that reminds me of one of my favorite quotes by Zig Ziglar that talks about how, um, you know, if you give enough of like what you want, if you help enough people be successful, then your success is almost inevitable, you know? So helping other people get what they want, helping other people be successful is going to get you what you want and get you to be successful. And that's really how this business works. You, you know, nurturing more people than maybe you feel like you're being nurtured. You're going to have that, you know, reciprocated unto you. So that's so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So many nuggets that I feel like everyone's going to be able to take away from this conversation. So good. Um, so where can the, um, these Queens come find you, listen to you, all the, all the links, all the places we'll put it in the show notes, but let us know.
1: Yes, of course. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity and just connecting with like-minded women. Of course, we always just pray for that. And we're just intentionally seeking that out. And that's what we're putting out into the world. And I know that the right women are going to be able to be connected with that and feel like it's exactly what they needed. And that's what I pray and hope for. Um, So I have a podcast. It's called Courage Queen Podcast. You can find it on all uh, places you listen to podcasts, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, all the good stuff, Spotify. And then I also have a VIP group, which is called Faith Led Women Taking Action on Their Dreams. And, um, and I'll make sure I get all those links over to you, Tiffany, but yeah, so those are some of the things that I, uh, do. And then I'm also on Instagram. I'm like a total reels video girl. I know you are too. So I have fun with those and that's like where I like to hang out. So yeah, lots of fun stuff.
0: Yeah. Sounds good. Well, I'm so happy that you came to join us. This was such a great conversation. And I know these Queens are going to have so much to go and chew on after listening to this. So, um, thanks so much, Justine. And we'll talk to you soon. Sounds good, thanks.